Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Welcome back. This is still the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. And I'm your lovely host, Rufilo, with you until 5 AM. The song that we listened to, that was Marvin Sapp saying, keep holding on. As I mentioned that we will be, you know, um, unpacking the scripture using the, the amplified version. And so far we have been through the first two, yeah, first two uh, scriptures. And yeah, so the the first, you know, the first two verses rather, yes. So yeah, we're just going to, you know, continue uh, with it so um verse three is like okay no verse two let me just give a recap so verse two is like so when peter went up to jerusalem the circumcision party certain jewish christian found fault with him separating themselves from him in a hostile spirit opposing and disputing and contending with him saying why did you go to uncircumcised men and even eat with them remember according to the jewish law you had to be circumcised after a couple of days of birth and there's certain things that you're supposed to eat and you can't eat and also you cannot be with uh, you cannot live with gentiles and be in their house you can see them when all they're walking past greet yes but you, you are not you're not to get in their house and you know and dine with them that wasn't allowed so now here because of that custom now uh, a certain group of christians had to say you know what peter we are uh, get like you know keeping our distance from you of which it's some of the things that we do as i mentioned earlier that you know some, most of the time we actually because we don't understand something we shy away from it instead of going to the father and getting you know heavenly advice from god directly you know, something something is just not making sense. You don't even need God to speak into your life. Just ask God to expose it to see if it's of his nature or not. And with that, it's either going to, you know, become disastrous or it's going to help you grow in your in your journey with God. And even your spirit will, will connect with it. Every, like most of the things will just correlate with what is happening. So, you know, sometimes we don't even need to actually distance ourselves. We just have to pray for that person. Whatever is happening is like, God, okay, this is what's going on here. All I'm asking is for you to help me understand if this is of you or not. Um, is like, have you ordained this to happen? Is it beneficial in my life? Uh, does this make me grow in any area in my life? Do I need this in my life personally? You do that and God will work out the rest. So you don't even have to worry and, you know, end up being judgmental, opposing people and having like a hostile spirit. Because remember, we are called to love people, no matter uh, Christian or not. They believe in a different religion or they believe in like, you know, pagan worship or whatever. Our job is to love everyone, you know. The Bible doesn't necessarily, the Bible, I've never seen a scripture in the Bible where it says that you should love your your Christian neighbor only as you love yourself. But it says that love your neighbor, be it Christian, be it whatever, different race, religion, be it anything. You need to love them because that is what you are called for. All right, so this is just a recap of uh yeah of just what what happened just there so we moving on so verse 3 uh peter is saying why oh um oh no they're asking him so why did you go to uncircumcised men and even eat with them but peter began at the beginning and narrated and explained to them step by step the whole list of events he said i was in the town of joppa praying and uh falling in a trance i saw 
a vision of something coming down from heaven, like a huge uh, sheet lowered by the four corners, and it descended until it came to me. Gazing intently and closely at it, I observed in it a variety of four-footed animals and wild beasts and reptiles of the earth and birds of the air, and I heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat, and I said, No, by no means, Lord. Ah, uh, for nothing common or unhallowed or ceremonially unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time, From heaven, what God has cleansed and pronounced clean, do not defile and profane by regarding or calling it common or unhallowed or unclean. These were kept three times and then all, all, all was drawn up again into heaven. And right then three men sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house in which we were. And the Holy Spirit instructed me to accompany them without the least hesitation or misgivings or discrimination to the six uh, brethren accompanied me also. And we went into the man's house and he related to us how he had seen the angel in his house, which stood and said to him, send men to Joppa and bring Simon, who is surnamed Peter. He will give and explain to you a message by means of which you and all your household as well will be saved from eternal death. When I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as he did on us at the beginning. We think we spoke about this. It was found in Acts 2. We, we spoke about when the Holy Spirit descended upon them. Then I recall the declaration of the Lord, uh, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized uh, with uh, the Holy Spirit. You know, so this is just uh, Apostle Peter now narrating to them what actually happened. I mean, like people are being hostile, they're mistreating him and stuff. And it's like, oh, no, chill, relax. This is actually what happened. You know, and then he narrates, oh, my word, he was so peaceful in his narration. If it was me, Lord, like I think this is just an area that God needs to fix, right? If it was me, I don't think I would have been as patient and as understanding as he was. But I believe there's certain areas in our lives that God just has to deal with, you know, and also understanding. I believe the Holy Spirit also helped him, you know, to understand that, you know what, these people do not know what's going on. They need to understand what's happening. So help them out. And in, in that, I believe, you know, that we become better people when we receive help from from those who, who love us. So, yeah, I, I believe... You know, he just narrated to them. And um, it says here in in verse 17, it says that if then God gave to them the same gift equally as he gave to us when we believed in, adhered to, trusted in, and relied on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I, and what power or authority had I to interfere or hinder or forbid or withstand God? When they had this, they were quietened and made no further objections. Like, to be, to be honest... Peter's way of answering them calmly with love, uh, you know, and peace actually made them to be understanding. And they, like, yeah, they, they didn't, you know, uh, they didn't hinder anything that he was saying, you know. They, they, they didn't even make any, any ob obje objections. All they did was glorify God. So this just shows us that, you know, this was the best way because if, Peter had decided to be defensive about it and be like, you guys don't know like 
what are you talking about? Like you guys are being judgmental, yada yada, and all those things. It would have caused more havoc because now they would have to argue and motions would be skyrocket. It would be a lot of frustrations that are happening. But then with that, I'm just grateful for people like, you know, Apostle Peter showing us, you know, this is the way to go. When you're led by God, when you're led by the Holy Spirit, even how you behave, even how you portray yourself, even how you answer certain questions, no matter how uh, small they might be or how... Um, how stupid they may seem to the to the natural, you know, you understand that the Holy Spirit is there to guide you and allow you to yeah, to walk in your way and yeah, you, you thrive in that. I believe. Yeah, you just you thrive in, in all of that. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back after this. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at Radio Pulpit. .co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this live on 657 AM. Oh, welcome back as we dive straight into it. So, um, it, it's just, it, it continues, right? As we are in the yeah, we're in the second hour, the last hour of our amazing show of the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit. So we continue in verse uh, verse 18. Yes, let's start from verse 18 where it says that when they had this, they were quietened and made no further objections and they glorified God saying, then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance unto real life after the resurrection. Meanwhile, those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose in connection with Stephen had traveled as far away as uh, Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch without delivering the message concerning the attainment through Christ of salvation in the kingdom of God to anyone except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on returning to Antioch spoke to the Greeks also, proclaiming to them the good news, the gospel about the Lord Jesus. And the presence of the Lord was with them with power, so that they, so that a great number learned to believe, to adhere to, and trust in, and rely on the Lord, and turned and surrendered themselves to him. So even after that, we hear, we hear now of like how after the death of, of um of Stephen and how you know Saul was Saul and other people were persecuting people back in Jerusalem and how those who scattered actually took the gospel as far as uh, Cyprus, as far as Phoenicia, uh, Antioch, you know, all those that like, they traveled just proclaiming the name of Christ, you know, speaking about Jesus and you know his gospel, you know, just telling them the good news, you know. Uh, about the Lord Jesus, you know, and the presence of the Lord was with them with power and a great number of people actually uh, believed, you know, and relied on God and turned and surrendered their lives to him. They literally surrendered all of them to you, you know, and we, we understand here, verse 22 says, the rumors of this time came to the ears of the church assembly in Jerusalem. So all the things like, as I, as we mentioned earlier, that news travel, news travel fast, so in all this, the rumors that the that were being spoken and everything, it like literally 
you know uh traveled it traveled like you like it went as far it even arrived in jerusalem and you know uh in the church in jerusalem and then the apostle sent in uh barnabas and antioch and when when uh well, they sent barnabas to antioch uh sorry for that so when he arrived and saw what grace favor god was bestowing upon them he was full of joy and he continuously uh, exhorted, warned, urged, and encouraged them all to cleave unto and remain faithful to and devoted to the Lord with res uh, resolute and steady purpose of heart. For he was a good man, good in himself, and also at once for the good and the advantage for other people, full of control, full of and controlled by the Holy Spirit, and also full of faith. And a large company was added to the law, like a like a large company, a large probably a large crowd was literally added to the Lord. So verse twenty five says, "Now Barnabas went to uh, Tarsus to hunt for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. For a while, uh, for a whole year, they assembled together with and were guests of the church and instructed and instructed a large number of people. And in Antioch, the disciples uh, were first called Christians. And during these days, prophets, inspired teachers and uh, interpreters of the divine will and purpose came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. And one of them named Ahbaz uh, stood up and prophesied through the Holy Spirit that a great and severe famine would uh, come upon the whole world too and this did occur during the reign of claudius so the disciples resolved to send relief each according to his individual ability in proportion as he had uh, prospered to the brethren who lived in judea and and so they did sending their contribution to the elders by the hand of barnabas and Saul. like this is this is literally amazing so it's like a prophecy was said about how what's gonna happen during, uh, like you know, famine will will fall on Judea and all those things, right? So, with with that happening, and then you now listening to the fact that, oh, okay, so that's happening, uh, and then there are first things like we need to help our our family, we need to help our brothers and sisters, and they literally took all like all they could. They they helped them out, you know. They did a good job. They literally helped them out so that they were they are able, you know, to to ensure that they are looked after during a certain season that you know that that famine was gonna be there, you know, during the reign of Claudia. So they had to send relief so that the brothers and sisters do not feel the burden of it, and also continuously go out there and preach the the gospel. It shows that as Christians, just we do we have to like we have. We can survive on certain things and we can send relief to others, you know, so that we continue on this. We continue preaching the gospel, continue being people after, you know, God's heart, people after, you know, the great things that God has placed in our hearts, in our lives as well. You know, and in all that, we, we're going to be good people. We're going to prosper. We're going to do well. And yeah, I believe in doing well, we're going to be people who, who, who are, who are positioned rightly and after the will of god yeah i believe so as well we're just gonna go and listen to mary mary saying i worship you and we'll be back with acts 12 and we'll just yeah focus on x 12 for a while and then yeah let's have a great time mary mary get in touch with the truth the light and the life 657 a.m 
Welcome back. You're still listening to the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Remember, we are on AM and not FM. And you can also catch us on DSTV Channel Audio 882. Also, uh, stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Also available on your phone. We are available on App Store and even Play Store to, yeah, for easier convenience with you. So Acts chapter 12 uh, reads as follows. About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the Apostle James, uh, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish leaders, he arrested Peter during the Passover celebration and imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four squads, of four soldiers each. Herod's intention was to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep, uh, chained between two soldiers with others standing guard at the prison gate. Suddenly there was a bright light in the cell and an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel tapped him on the side to awaken him and said, Quick, get up, and the chains fell off his wrists. Then the angel told him, Get dressed and put on your sandals, and he did. Now put on your coat and follow me, the angel ordered. So Peter left the cell following the angel, but all the time he thought it was a vision. He didn't realize that it was really happening. They passed the first and second uh, guard post and came to the iron gate to the street. And this opened to them all by itself. So they passed through and started walking down the street and then the angel suddenly left him. Peter finally realized what had happened. It's really true, he said to himself. The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jews were hoping to do to me. After a little thought, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. He knocked at the door in the gate and a servant girl named Rhoda came to open it. When she recognized uh, Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that instead of opening the door, she ran back inside and told everyone Peter standing at the door. You are out of your mind, they said. When, they ins- when she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. When they finally went out and opened the door, they were amazed. He motioned for them to quiet down and told them what had happened and how the Lord had led him out of jail. Tell James and other brothers what happened, he said. And then he went uh, to another place. At dawn, there was great commotion among the soldiers about what had happened to Peter. Herod Agrippa ordered a thorough search for him. When he couldn't, when he couldn't be found, Herod inter- interrogated the guards and sentenced them to death. Afterward, Herod left Judea to stay in Caesarea for a while. Now Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. So they sent a delegation to make peace with them because their cities were dependent upon Herod's country for their food. They made friends with uh, Bastus, Herod's uh, personal assistant, and an appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod put on his royal robe, sat on his throne, and made a speech to them. The people gave him a great ovation, shouting, It is the voice of a God, not of a man. Instantly, an angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the glory to God. So he was consumed with worms and died. But God's good news was spreading rapidly and there were many new believers. 
When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission in Jerusalem, they returned to Antioch, taking John Mark with them. Yo. Yeah, hey, this is this is quite this is quite amazing, hey, thinking about it. So yeah, let's just unpack it. So I think it's best if we unpack it using the the amplified version. Uh yeah, still. You know, um okay, it says about that time when uh Herod the king stretched forth his hand to afflict and oppress the torment, some who belonged to the church, and he killed James the brother of John with a sword, and when he saw that it was pleasing to the Jews, he proceeded further and arrested Peter also. So, okay, James was killed with a sword and Peter was arrested, right? So this was uh, during the days of unleavened bread, the Passover week. And uh, when he had seized uh, Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to the four squads of soldiers of four, uh, of four each to guard him purposing after the Passover to bring him forth to the people. So he was going to bring him forth after the Passover so that he can humiliate him in front of people. So that was his, his original plan. So Peter was kept in prison, but fervent prayer for him was uh, persistently made to God by the church. So Peter was in prison, but the believers, the people who gathered and were at Mary's place, literally started praying for the release of of Peter, you know, they were praying for him, you know, they gathered together, showing us that, you know what, when, when believers gather together and pray, great things happen, like amazing things really happen when that happens. So, um, it says that the very night before, um, Herod was about to bring him forth. So Herod was going to bring him forth like the following day, according to this, right? So in that, then the night before, so what happens was Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, fastened with two chains and sentries before the door were guarding the, uh, were guarding, were guarding the prison, right? And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared standing beside him and a light shone in the place where he was. And the angel uh, gently smote uh, Peter on the side and awakened him saying, get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, tighten your belt and bind on your sandals. So it's like, uh, wake up, brother. We, we, we got to go. But for us to leave, you got to put on your clothes, put on your shoes. We are, we are leaving. You know, and he did so. And he said to him, wrap your outer garment around you and follow me. And Peter went out along following him. And he was not conscious that what that's what was happening. Apparently, being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. So Peter is literally walking out of prison and he thinks he's seeing a vision. I mean, how real was this for him to actually think, okay, no. How were the intensity of the visions that Peter was seeing for him to think that something that is happening in real life is actually a vision? For him to be even able to see the angel that is leading him out so he saw angels, you know, he can literally, he saw angels. Wow. But then the intensity of the visions that he was getting for him to think something that's real life is actually a vision. Oh my word. I am learning a lot here. You know, and uh, verse, verse 10 continues. When they had passed through the first garden, the second, they came to the iron gate, which led into the city of its own accord, the gate 
you know, um, it swung open and they went out and passed on through one street. And at once the angel left him. Okay, so after they were out and then even passing through a, uh, a street, then the angel decides, you know what, it's time for me to leave. Like, Peter, you got it from here. I mean, it's like when you when someone says you and then they know that from here you know your way home, they'll be like, oh, no, it's fine. You got it. You, I know that you're going you're gonna to make sure that you know what, you get home. And with this happening, then Peter came to himself and said, now I really know and I'm sure that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting to do to me. When he at a glance became aware of this, comprehending all the elements of the case, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where a large number were assembled together and were praying. So after that, he actually went back to the place where people were actually assembled and praying. And they happened to be praying for him, actually. You know, looking at the move of God and all the things that have been happening. It's just, yeah, it's just amazing. It's it's incredible, actually. I, I even don't know what to say because it is that amazing. It is it is incredible. Let's listen to uh, Neizimu feature and, and Omega saying Lamp of God. And yeah, we'll just be back to continue unpacking this. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM. Now, welcome back. That was Nazim and Omega saying Lamp of God. Hope you enjoyed that great song. Uh, just, you know, going back into the word. Um, now, looking at this, we... So it's said that in verse 12, he decided to go to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose name was Mark. And that's where the believers were gathered, right? So verse 13 said, when he knocked at the gate of the porch and uh, a maid named Rhoda came to answer. And recognizing Peter's voice in her joy, she failed to open the gate. I mean, uh, guys, let, let's not do this. Someone is knocking. You are excited. You don't. You don't even cater to them first. You want to tell people. I think that's a that's a bit of an error that we need to look at, especially in the body of Christ. That before helping someone, we want to let the whole world know that oh yes, we're doing this, and then you come in and you help. Can't you just help people and give glory to God? That's all that it takes. That's all you need to do. Actually, you need to give glory to God in everything. Don't have to focus on other people, what they're saying, how they live in their lives, how they're portraying themselves. That's not important. What's important now is understanding that you know what? It's me and God. I'm doing this for God. You know, you guys were praying, and all of a sudden, God is answering prayers. Instead of thanking God and giving Him the glory, you want to tell the whole world about it. What is that? That is something that I picked up from when I was going through this. Like, you know, that I picked this up as, and I saw it as a flaw. And um, verse, uh, okay, so it says that uh, she ran in and told the people that Peter was standing before the porch gate. They said to her, you are crazy. But she persistently and strongly and confidently affirmed that it was the truth. They said it is his angel. But meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. Imagine, he's still knocking and he's not even attending to. What if the people saw him and then captured him? I mean, these people, will, I don't know, it just frustrates me. Like certain things, you know, are not even, like, they don't need us, you know, to, we just need to be, you know, real, not to be 
you know, too religious about this. We need to be real and understand that, you know what, if God is the father and we are his children, that means the father will always go the extra mile for his children. So if God went the extra mile for us, why can't we do the same and love each other like that and not be focused on what the world is saying? You know, respect a person, whether they look like you or not, whether they have more money or a couple of cents or no money at all, Love people the same, respect them the same. Do not be focused on, you know, material things. So it says, meanwhile, uh, Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the gate and saw him, they were amazed. Now they want to open the gates. Like, seriously. But motioning to them with his hand to keep quiet and listen, he related to them how the Lord had delivered him out of the prison. And he said, report all this to James the last and to the brethren. Then he left and went to the other places. Or went to some other place. So he even had them you know, to keep quiet because they were being too loud. That's some, sometimes, you know, the whole world doesn't need to know what God is busy doing. We need to ensure that, you know what, we'll be able to fulfill our purpose and, and like, you know, and God will still be glorified. We don't have to go out in the world and it's like, yeah, 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 this and this has happened. No, allow the Holy Spirit to tell you what to say and what not to say. That's just it. Simply it. If God is saying, speak this, you speak it. If God is saying, no, do not, you don't. Like as simple as that, right? And when Herod had looked for, uh, no, now as soon as uh, it was day, there was no small disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And when Herod had looked for him and could not find him, he placed the guards on trial and commanded that they should be um, led away to execution. Then Herod went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Now Herod cherished, you know, uh, all the animosity and hostility of the people of Tyre and Sidon and and everything else, right? And so they depended on on him because of the the supply of food that they got from from that. So here's an interesting thing that I actually um, wanted us to focus on. I think from verse twenty-two. Uh, okay, no, let's start from verse twenty-one. On an appointed day, Herod arrayed himself in his royal robes, took his seat upon his throne and addressed an oration to them. And the, and the assembled people shouted, it is the voice of a God and not a man. And at once an angel of the Lord smoked him and cut him down because he did not give God the glory, the preeminence and, and kingly majesty that belonged to him. As supreme ruler, and he was eaten by worms and died like instantly. Didn't literally an angel of the Lord came, cut him up, chopped him up, and he was eaten by worms and died. Like, oh my word! Can we just go, go back, understand this? He got cut out, he got smote out, and then he was eaten by worms and he died instantly. Oh my word! Peter is safe now. Okay, as we continue. But the word of the Lord concerning the attainment through Christ of salvation in the kingdom of God continued to grow and spread. And Barnabas and Saul came back from Jerusalem when they had completed their mission, bringing with them John, whose surname was Mark. So the gospel of God continued. It growed. It became amazing. It was powerful. It was stronger than ever. A lot of miraculous things happened from there and yeah, the body of Christ grew and as still is today, we're still growing. Let's listen to Kim Walker saying, just be. Discover an abundance of life, 657 AM. 
And that was Alamoya with Solid Rock. And before that, it was the amazing King Walker uh, having a great time of worship with us with just me. I had a great time with you, family, and I hope you did too. And yeah, just looking forward to spending more time with you, fellowshipping in the word and just growing from there. I'm just excited and I hope you are excited too, family, because I know I am. More than anything, I'm more excited and I'm just looking forward to growing in the word and becoming a better person as well. And just, you know, uh, ensuring that whatever God does in my life and, you know, certain things that we might miss out on that, you know what, we ensure that they happen and we we excel in every single thing and in every area of our lives. From Mirafula to you, family, I'll say have a great Sunday. Have a great day. Continue being blessed. Next week we'll be on continuing uh, with the, the book of Acts. And I think we'll also be doing two books as well, Acts 13 and 14. And yeah, we'll, we'll soon be done uh, with it. It's the last uh, Sunday of March next week. So yeah, we'll just be looking forward to spending more time with your fellowship, more time of praise and worship and yeah, giving glory to God and delighting in his word. From Mirifula and the Radio Pulpit family, we love you and have a great Sunday. Go out there and worship God. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life.